We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. WinBet is now live in all these states, and the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game offs on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com to start winning. Blue Wire. What is up, Nets fans? Welcome to Brooklyn Buzz. I'm Nick Faye. With me, as always, Jack Manuel. Jack, another Nets win tonight over the Celtics, 123-104. How are we feeling, Jack? Cam Thomas, Rookie of the Year campaign begins. Yeah, I mean, it was another great showing for Cam. We're going to jump into that and plenty more. Also, Patty Mills popped off. And as always, though, you can find the buzz on all streaming platforms. Now, Jack, where do you want to start with this one? I guess you probably led me in the right direction, Nick. It'd be wrong if I didn't start with Patty Mills because, dear Lord, 8-12 from the field, 7-10 from three, had a board, had two assists, plus 20 for 23 points. Nick, he's 33-53 of from the three-point line, say that a couple of times, in these past six matchups, which is over 62%. There needs to be, He's not six-man of the year anymore because he's been starting for this yeah. goddamn team. I put out on my a timeline, you know, um, Jack Manuel, that just the timely nature of his buckets, the three balls especially, are just so important for the team. And it's just a, it just lifts them. There needs to be a, a specific Paddy Mills award. You know, he's be, he's bigger and better than BC, but he got a charge, I think, tonight as well. But yep. Paddy Mills, man, like ever since he started, it's just like we've missed our better three-point shooter in Joe Harris, a more consistent one. And Paddy Mills has stepped up and shooting it like Steph Curry times Clay Thompson equals Joe Harris times 40. Yeah, and I think the thing that Patty's doing that Joe doesn't really do is he's hitting a lot of tough threes, you know, like some highly contested ones, some off-balance ones, some real movement threes, and like you said, a lot of momentum. Also, Patty did a nice job, especially in that fourth quarter when the Celtics were pressing, trying to find open space for his teammates so they could have an outlet with the pass. I put out a tweet at the beginning of this game, and I thought that it, it really makes sense is that, like, Patty's going to be tough to take out of the starting lineup because I think he just excels so much playing with the stars, generating some offense, getting those open threes. And it's not a coincidence that he's looked his best playing with the two best players on the team. 
He led the team in scoring time. You know, Kevin Durant had 21 himself. James Harden had 20. Cam Thomas had 13. LaMarcus Aldridge had 17. So a nice little even spread for the Nets tonight. But yeah, Patty Mills is... We've mentioned superstar amplifiers before, Nick, and Patty Mills is that and then some. He was truly incredible tonight. And you know, if I wasn't working um, and I wasn't on my work break, I'd be speaking for a lot longer about Mr. Patty Thrill slash Patty Chill slash Patty Mills. But... Nick, who did you want to get to next? I think we've got to get to Killer Cam because, man, some of the shots he was making tonight and also five of six from the free throw line for Cam Thomas, 13 points, four of them from the field, 0 of six from three, had three assists, three boards, had a block as well, which might have been a goal 10, but we're taking it. Defensive player of the year and rookie of the year, Cam Thomas. Nick, this kid continues to grow. Yeah, obviously the game against Cleveland was more efficient, but I thought we saw more of the abilities of cam thomas in this one and what he can kind of unlock in his offense i put together a little thread on my twitter yesterday and i thought one thing that really stuck about cam was his ability to attack closeouts we saw that again tonight and that's one of the reasons that he got those six free throws you know get the hard closeout take the drive inside catch the defender off bounds he does a great job similar to james harden of kind of initiating that contact and forcing the refs to call fouls so i was pretty happy with the way cam played and i thought this was a big stepping stone for like what it could be later in the season or as he fully develops is like, this is another scoring option. I think you saw it kind of more in the first half, some of that third quarter, and maybe if they went to him a little bit later, it, you could have seen more. But I think as a rookie, it's going to be a little here, a little there, sometimes a little nothing. No, definitely. He was incredible. And, you know, his best skill is his ability to get to the free throw line. And he's playing with maybe the best guy in the history of the game who does that. And he was certainly happy with his performance tonight, giving him a nice big hug. Kevin Durant, yep. all smiles. Seems like they're competing for his love and affection. It's like the little brother that, you know, you know he's coming up. You know he's got some skill. And, you know, Jason Tatum, was, he's only 19. Cam Thomas, he's only 20. Um, he does some special things on the basketball court. And he just provides a... And, you know, we heard in the post game, which we didn't get to chat a lot about because we were recording, but there's just like this fun back and forth. You know, Cam Thomas is probably going to catch up to, to KD in some of those one-on-ones. He might not be able to beat him because he's not seven foot eleven and got the wingspan of a goddamn, you know, Spider-Man. But he is he's a special, special kid. And he just makes me smile everything he does something out there on the court. And he's got this low-key nature to him as well that I think yeah. is probably what appeals to KD. They're sort of just low-key guys, do their thing. Lamarcus Orchards is similar. James Harden likes to be a bit more flary and stuff. But it's, uh, and, and it's funny because Cam Thomas, is he, he loves Kyrie. He loves James Harden. He's in this, the same mold as them. But I think personality-wise, he's, he's more of a KD. He's more of that introverted sort of dude. Yep. Sort of a bit of shoulder action uh, at, while he's at the club hanging out with Taylor Rooks. But yeah. he's doing his thing, Nick. And uh, kill it, Cam. We need it. We might need to get some merch out on T Public soon for the Brooklyn Bus. Yeah, Cam Thomas, you know, he's looks like he's going to still get minutes because he was a guy that came in early and was part of the rotation, played, you know, about 25 minutes tonight. And I'm intrigued to see what the Nets do when Joe Harris and Bruce Brown come back. You know, can they find room for him in the rotation? I think they need to just given that he adds that extra added element to the offense and I think you know he's not the only reason the offense was clicking at a high level tonight but he was one of the reasons I think you saw a lot more lineups with four capable offensive players or four offensive spacers rather than what we've seen over the course of the entire season so and Cam went 0-6 tonight but a couple of those were like halfway down and I'm not really worried about his three-point shooting at all no, he's a guy that's just going to be next shot mentality. And yeah. I've got literally looking at it right now, Nick, because I wanted to make sure I referenced this shot that the Brooklyn Nets timeline put on. And I jacked it a little bit for my own one, where he had a basically, a, it was sort of like a mid range fadeaway off the spin off Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. And I was just like, 
dude, the fluidity in that is something that 30-year-olds do. Kevin Durant does. You know, Kyrie Irving does. That was just crazy. And it looks even better in slow motion. Super talented kid. Yeah, and I, I don't know if that was the basket that was the end of the shot clock, but there was one that was at the end of the shot clock, and that's just an added luxury. Like, oh, shit, we played a great defensive possession, and KD and James Harden didn't end up with the ball at the end of the possession. Oh, Cam Thomas hits a crazy shot, and he's just, like, one of those scores. I just think every time I watch him, just, like, pure scoring pops, and we got to see a little bit more of that tonight. And like I said, I think that's something we'll see more as the season progresses. He gets more comfortable. There was even a possession, I think, in the second quarter where KD kind of gave him the head nod, like, okay, you can have this possession, and you can go for it. And that was cool to see. Yeah, I think that you've got, if you have him out there with LaMarcus Audrey, you have him out there with Kevin Durant, you have three mid-range assassins. Yeah, you know, I think everyone knows that about Cam Thomas, that he is, and it just seems to me that you know, he's he's earned this. You know, he's yeah. he's fought for this, and you know he he showed the glimpses against the Cavs, and and tonight he, he put it all together. And you know the minus fifteen, I don't look totally into. I, I look more on the on the eye test. You know, we talk about the plus minus here and there, and what and what it sort of impacts is, but you sort of throw it away because what he did tonight, he was playing winning basketball. He's making winning basketball plays. You know, like you sort of had in your thread the other day, Nick. You know, he could be a bit over exuberant and such, but I think I would rather that. I'd yeah. rather him. Right, and I, I think he's got the mentality where he's never going to shy into his own shell. He is, he's got all the confidence in the world and playing alongside KD and he's got the confidence in you and James Harden's got the confidence in you and they're giving you hugs. I mean, uh, James Harden hug looks pretty right, nice right now. <laughs> Yeah, with that beard in there, too. But, uh, you know, Cam, like I said, in, in that thread, and like you said, Jack, he does a lot of things at, like, high energy, high effort levels. Like, he's going to make mistakes defensively. He's a rookie, and he's not, you know, elite talent in that area. But he he's definitely been better than I think we anticipated, especially to start the year. And I think that's the reason that Steve Nash felt so comfortable giving him 25 minutes tonight. And there was also a dime, Nick. You know, obviously, he had three assists. Yep. You know, a, a lot of people were sort of saying, you know, who had you know, their skepticism about Cam about, you know, his passing ability and his ability to make the right decisions. There was a pass, I think, to... He had sort of like a, a mid-range fallaway, and I'm like, oh, Cam's definitely going to take this. But then Denbury makes a really nice cut, and Cam makes the dish almost immediately and times that yep. pass really well. It wasn't a difficult pass, but it was a really good, smart decision. Um, and I'm, we're starting to see that, you know, those winning basketball players, I'll, I'll keep harping you on it because you don't see that a lot from rookies, unless you are the Evan Mobley's, Kate Cunningham's of the world, those sort of guys. But Cam Thomas is, is proving himself to be, you know, the top of this rookie class in the elite, elite tier with the talents that he does have. Yeah, I think his decision-making has been substantially better than probably what I anticipated. I thought there'd be more like, oh, what are you doing type shots? But there was a couple possessions tonight where you thought maybe he'd pull up and take the contested mid-ranger, but he instead he kind of pulled it out. So, you know, it's great to see Cam. Hopefully we continue to see him. He develops moving forward. But, Jack, I think let's talk about Marcus Aldridge, who was put into the starting lineup tonight. 17 points, 7 of 13 from the field, 3 of 4 from the free throw line, 9 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, 1 block, 0 turnovers, and 0 fouls, which is pretty crazy for a center. But LaMarcus, you know, in the starting lineup, I think that would drastically change how the offense started this game. Definitely. You know, the Nets got off to a 29-22 to start, and they could have had probably an even greater advantage. And yep. you could just see that there was a greater flow. The chemistry with the, we speak about time and time again that he has. And I think James Harden started to develop a pretty nice with sort of pick and pop. You know, J James Harden started some behind-the-back passes, some, yep. some pocket passes to him in the mid-range, starting to understand the areas that he likes. Um, and it's it's a thing of beauty, Nick. He's just such a an awesome basketballer to watch, and he's – He's got this sort of the determination to him. You know, he's, he's going to get there. He's going to fight. And he had a really nice block on Jason Tatum tonight as well that I think will go unrecognized. I think he's playing 
some of the best basketball that I can remember LaMarcus Aldridge playing for five, six, seven years. It's it's he's truly winding back the clock. And, you know, again, we, we shouldn't remember, we shouldn't ever take for granted the fact that this guy was forced to retire. It's like Kevin Durant coming back from Achilles. You know, you give the guys their flowers while they're here because, you know, they could be gone sooner rather than later. And, you know, LaMarcus Aldridge tonight, he was just awesome. And, and he continues to rebound the ball really well. When him and, you know, uh, him and James Johnson were out there in the last game. They continued to do the same thing, the sort of grittiness. And I think that that a, a, gives a new wrinkle to the Nets and increases, you know, the second chance points and, and offensive rebounding and, and, and allowing them to get a, a bit, get back in transition a little bit easier off made baskets yeah. um, because they haven't been really great at their transition defense and they haven't been great at their offensive boards. They've turned up the offensive boards a little bit and, and that's really helped them. And I think LaMarcus and James Johnson be, be, have been a big part of that. But LaMarcus, he said that he wanted to start. He said it's been an adjustment. He started, and he's proven that he deserves it. Yeah, and I thought that really changed the game. Like you said, the offense just flowed better. There was real spacing because Aldridge is so great in the mid-range that it's hard to come off of him. And the times they did, you know, he missed a few early in this game, knocked him down later on. It just feels like it's automatic. And I feel like having four good offensive players with flow, it makes it easier if you have maybe, you know, a mediocre offensive player in a DeAndre Bembry. You know what I mean? And I feel like he was able to kind of pop a little bit more in this game. And getting to the wrinkle stuff you are talking about, I think another added wrinkle in this game too, Jack, is like, oh, you want to force that switch? Okay. You have Jalen Brown on the Marcus Aldridge. We're going to throw him the ball. He's going to get a layup or he's going to get to the free throw line. He's bully. He's an absolute yep. bully. You know, he's too small. Yeah, too small. Too small. He said that the last game. You know, Franz Wagner's too small. Jalen Brown's too small. Dennis Schroeder's too small. Marcus Smart's too small. He's showing the, like you mentioned, Nick, you, you, in a couple of episodes ago, you know, he's not just hitting and, and selling for that mid range four way. He's bullying dudes down yep. there. He's getting little tip ins, all this sort of stuff. Playing really great basketball as a center. You know, he's yep. playing just a really good center level of basketball where he's been a, a power forward for his whole career for uh, or a large majority where he's played the best basketball in Portland and San Antonio. He's playing like a true center, rebounding, you know, little t- tip-ins here and there, really strong and physical defense. He's not amazing at it, but he's, he's, he's solid enough, and that's what we need from him. Uh, and he's big. Kudos to Marcus Aldridge. Absolutely big, big in so many ways. Yeah, and I think also this role for him is more ideal. Like, obviously, he's not in his prime, but he's playing as, you know, a third or fourth option in offense and just getting wide open shots where majority of his career, he's shooting a lot of contested looks. You know, it's not like he necessarily played with a ton of great players in their prime or in a position where they kind of were able to push his game to a higher level. Yeah, and he's playing to the level that is almost unheard of for a guy of his age. And like you mentioned, he's still hitting some of those contested ones as well. He's hitting tough shots as well as easy shots. It's just like when are those mid-range percentages going to go down? Who knows? It's, It's hard to see, but... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, the other starters, Nick James Harden, DeAndre Bembry. James Harden, not the greatest night from, from the field, but solid from three. Four of nine from three, only four of 13 from the field, eight of nine from the free throw line. Had 11 dimes, 7 boards, 2 steals. Was plus 29 at 20 points. Only the 3 turnovers. I thought that he was uh, a bit more careful with the ball uh, tonight. What did you think of James Harden's performance? Yeah, I thought this was a really solid game for Harden. You know, there were stints late in that third or early in that fourth where he got a little dribble happy and he was getting frustrated by Marcus Smart and the Celtics defense and kind of just running out the shot clock. But for the most part, I thought he did a nice job, especially when the team was playing with pace, got in semi-transition, setting guys up, be it LaMarcus Aldridge, be it Bembry, be it James Johnson. You know, I think you see James uh, James Harden starting to understand how he can utilize different guys. There was a point in the fourth quarter where he had like a long conversation on the sideline with James Johnson. Next possession, hits him for an easy layup down low yeah he did james kudos to james johnson because i think he had one or two of those buckets tonight that were yeah. you know just important and he's showing his dexterity around the basket is something that i wasn't totally aware of i haven't followed james johnson career like i have for patty mills but you know he's just crafty he's just super crafty and you know it just seems to me that james at the in the preseason we heard Millsap sort of say and james Harden sort of say that they're trying to just recognize each other's tendencies seems to me that this team is finding a, a semblance of chemistry chemistry on the offensive end and yes the Boston Celtics have been struggling but they are one of the better teams defensively in the NBA right now and they had Jalen Brown back Al Horford's been really good Jason Tatum's been a really sturdy defender Marcus Smart you know Dennis Schroeder all these guys are really good defenders and despite you know a, a bit of a drop in that fourth quarter they were just truly dominant and James Harden was leading the pack there and they took care of the ball they were scoring points off turnovers uh, it was just a, an awesome night. It could have been bigger than 19. You know, the biggest lead was 29 on the evening, but they also never uh, didn't lead the, the basketball game from start to finish. Uh, and James Harden was, as he's always been, just leading the pack and, and just initiating actions for so many people. 100%, Jack. And I think this was the offense that we envisioned before the season started. You know, this is the offense we wanted from the Nets. It was just clicking at a high level. Obviously, they hit a ton of threes, shot 40%, but they have talented three-point shooters on this team. So that shouldn't be an issue on a regular basis. So I think just Steve Nash making the adjustment of starting LaMarcus and also getting Cam in the rotation, just giving you more plus offensive players is just allowing them to play a different way. And now you still have some of that grittiness that you've been playing with this entire season. It looks good for the Nets. Obviously, like you said, Celtics, not the best team in the league, but they did get a couple of wins recently after they had that players meeting. And I think their defensive rating was like one of the best in the league over the course of the last week or two or something like that. So, it's a good win for the Nets. And I think this is kind of like, okay, you know, we're still really good. We're an elite team in the league. And, you know, if this we see this team in the first round, we're going to kick them again. Exactly, Nick. You know, and, and right now, the, the Boston Celtics are sixth in the defensive rating. The Nets are eight themselves. So they're yeah. a top 10 defense and they have the talent there as well. So that's certainly saying something. But Nick, your boy Bembry, you know, I, I, you, I'm anointing you to DeAndre Bembry stand of Nets Twitter, of Nets World in general. Had a near sneaky double-double. Nine yeah. points, ten boards, including one offensive board. Had three steals. He's always an incredible defender. Two assists, four or five from the field, one or two from the free throw line. Speak on your boy, Nick. Yeah, I think he had seven boards in the first quarter. Just really active. And I felt like also Boston wasn't defending him or just not giving him any attention. You saw a lot of uh, good cuts early on. Just got some easy baskets in this game. You know what I mean? Played his game, did his part. 
think he frustrated Jason Tatum, frustrated Jalen Brown a little bit defensively. I think he excels even more when his role is simpler offensively. Like I said, you know, when you have such good offensive talent and James Harden, Kevin Durant, LaMarcus Aldridge, and Patty Mills, and now you have this hustle energy guy, it just amplifies him and allows him to do all these things at an even higher level. And I think there's just so many plays where you just love the effort he plays with for 27 minutes. Yeah, he in those 27 minutes, he plays like with the caliber of a, a lot of other guys that play 48 minutes. He yeah. is just absolutely insane in, in that respect. So huge, huge kudos to DeAndre Bembry. And, and I think that in saying that, Nick, well, you should have touched on Steve Nash a little bit. He also caught a timeout when then I think the Celtics were on like a 17-0 run, a little bit less than that uh, until James Johnson got that bucket. But, you know, early in the, in the fourth, it was like uh, 45 seconds in. And I'm like, oh, there's growth from yeah. our boy Steve Nash and you know obviously the, the uh, starting LaMarcus Aldridge and you know playing Cam Thomas you know extended minutes over a guy like Javon Carter there's just a, a few little things here that Steve Nash deserves credit for we've been harsh critics of him and I think it's been warranted uh, I had a pretty innocuous not innocuous pretty you know explicit sort of rant about him calling him Steven and such but I'm giving credit where credit's due I'm, I'm judging on what the players and what the coaches do night after night after night and Steve Nash deserves a heap of credit the way he's impacting this team with the rotations and the minutes allocation here and there it's really positive yeah I thought that just the flow the coaching in this game was good you know obviously maybe he could have done something at the end of the third or early in the fourth differently but at the end of the day some of that was kind of just the players falling asleep so overall I think Nash leaning more into the offensive minded team just makes more sense for the squad and hopefully that continues moving forward but Jack got to talk a little bit of Kevin Durant 21 points 8 of 16 from the field 0 of 4 from 3 5 of 6 from the free throw line 4 rebounds 8 assists 2 steals 3 turnovers KD did his thing, you know, not necessarily the most super productive scoring game, but when it was needed, he did it, especially when the Celtics were pissing him off. Yeah, I, I, I love seeing Kevin Durant pissed off. It's just a, a lot of fun. And the fact that he was just continuing to be aggressive tonight and got a, probably could have had a few more than six free throws in, in that respect. Yep. You know, especially that one on Romeo Langford where he clearly hit his arm and he didn't get the call for the dunk, which was just innocuously... I just know what the ref is telling Katie at the other end. Like, it, I, like I think sometimes as a ref, you got to just say like, oh, my bad, I might have missed it. But like, it seemed like he was really trying to tell him that he got ball and it was clear as day he didn't. Yeah, it's like, uh, how is a guy of Romeo Langford, who's my height, 6'3", 6'4", going to block Kevin Durant 6'11", unless he has the hops of, you know, prime Blake Griffin? Uh, that's a discussion for another day. But yeah, this is going to really go down as one of Kevin Durant's, you know, lesser performances season. But because the standard of Kevin Durant's lesser performances is still incredibly high, 50% from the field, you know, didn't hit a free tonight, but still was a facilitator and still a, a big part of the team offense, you know. He's sort of leading this team in, in, in a similar way to James Harden and sort of just finding other guys. He's, he's relishing seeing the success of a Cam Thomas, of a LaMarcus Aldridge. He wants those guys to get their own because he knows that the team is bigger than himself. And as great as he is, and the team will go on his back as far as he can go, uh, and he's going to have some awesome performances. You know, there's going to be nights where it's up to LaMarcus. There's going to be nights where Paddy Mills is a goddamn flamethrower. There's going to be nights where, you know, you get, get a bit of confidence for the young rookie killer Cam Thomas. Uh, and that's where Kevin Rand is, is so great. We sort of saw that in Golden State. He just does his thing, and he's able to just assimilate so well while still being Kevin Durant. Yeah, I think that you nailed it, Jack. This game, he wanted to get other guys involved. There was a stretch in this game where he was just focusing on trying to get LaMarcus to switch, feed him the ball, and get him those easy buckets. And that's good to see. You know, that kind of keeps the rest of the team engaged, gives them confidence, and KD can do so many different things on the floor. And he also played really good defense on Jason Tatum at different points in this game. I guess quickly, Jack, before we get out of here, 
you know, we kind of mentioned James Johnson, another solid performance from him. Paul Millsap getting minutes over Blake Griffin in the rotation. Millsap still not necessarily fully there offensively, but you're starting to see some good things from him movement-wise. Rebounding was there. He did a nice job, I think, on Cantor at different points after Cantor grabbed a few offensive rebounds. And Javon Carter, probably some of his best minutes of the season. Only played 10 minutes and 30 seconds, but, you know, knocked down two threes, got four rebounds, had two assists, just played really good defense too. So happy with the way pretty much everybody performed tonight. I can't really say there was a bad performer. I totally agree with you, Nick. And and that's what you want to add, Javon Carter. He's not taking ill-advised shots. We've probably given him uh, a lot of criticism for that, and I think it is warranted. But tonight, you know, he was just able to assimilate into just being a role player and just hitting some three balls and doing gritty things like getting the boards, like a Bruce Brown can do, like a DeAndre Bembry can do. And maybe that's what his role is in a guard sort of version. And, you know, because you get a greater offensive capabilities in Cam Thomas then you know, Javon Carter is going to continue to give you some defense and hit the three ball at a solid level. And, and Paul Millsap is going to find the rim because he's going to get his feet under him because he's only just coming back um, from being from an extended absence uh, for personal reasons. I believe it's, it's family related, but he's good. He's back now. Uh, and I do like the minutes and the chemistry that he's, he is going to build. Um, I think he's going to be you know a, a nice little wrinkle to have, a nice option to have. And we'll see how the minutes are for Blake Griffin going forward. I think, you know, giving him a bit of rest and maybe throwing him, you know, you know here and there in the right matchups and off the bench, I think can lead to good things for the Nets. But they've got a tough stretch, you know, coming up against the Sun soon. You want your best players hidden far and you want that continuity. And the way that tonight's game was played, uh, you certainly take it in, uh, in a nutshell. Yeah, and I would say this with Blake, too. There's going to be games where guys either get hurt, need rest, whatever it is. He could be back in the rotation the next game. Who really knows how Nash is looking at this whole situation? But I would say the starting lineup moving to the next game, i probably try to keep it. But I feel like probably Bruce Brown is back and he gets a spot over Bembry, which, you know, you don't want to give away someone's starting spot because of injury. Yeah, and that, and that was a really positive thing to hear about, you know, Bruce Brown, the fact that the hamstring injury, it wasn't totally serious, obviously just a little bit of a strain, uh, and, and Joe Harris hopefully back soon in the coming games. Nicholas Claxton still on the bench celebrating. He's always got some cool hoodies, Claxton. The, the fashion game, he, I think he's learned a little bit from KD from just getting some low-key, you know, absolutely fire hoodies, but... Nick, it's uh, one of the more fun games, one of the more fun, complete performances from the Brooklyn Nets. The identity that we knew that they would have, they knew that they could form. Uh, the defense has been, you know, a revelation in a lot of respects. But now the offense is starting to click. Uh, the scary hours, or maybe not hours, it was more like scary 40 minutes tonight out of 48, but scary nonetheless. Yeah, and I think this is kind of a small statement game with the opportunity to have a big statement game in this upcoming matchup with the Sun. So, Jack, always a pleasure. Big thanks, everybody, for listening, and happy Thanksgiving. And we're very thankful for all the listeners and all the support we've received, not only for the podcast, but also for the merch as well. And very thankful to have Jack as my co-host. Really appreciate it, Nick. Appreciate all the Nets world. Appreciate everyone who's followed or listened to us or put up with us or given us a review or bought some merch, anything alongside. I hope everyone stays safe, get fat, get merry, have an awesome time, and let's go Nets world. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. 
the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.